Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Commentary for Seminar, episode 94. You're not confused. This is Dave Morgan. I normally direct the Kingery, but I'm here uh, to, to help assist the direct seminar this time. Uh, with us for this episode is the, the director of seminar, V.C. Morrison. Hello. As well as our two writers, Adam Blanford, who wrote Chrysalis. Hello. And Dominic Mendez, who wrote Artificial Identity. Hi. And our other assistant director, Jessica Harris, is on assignment tonight, and we wish her well. <laughs> And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get her back next time. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're starting off here with uh, our standard open with Joe J. Thomas. And uh, yes, which is way too long, of course. And that is my fault. <laughs> I, I like what you're saying every episode. For some reason, it, but, great. Yeah. It, it's very early 80s PBS Doctor Who. And, and uh, that's totally my Ooh. jam. I like that. Yeah, it sets the tone. Very yeah. synth heavy, and I and I, I love it. I'm here for it. Hmm. Cool. Although I am planning on on uh, on on changing the the the, uh, the theme for uh, for next season, All not right. too different, but but just but just you know enhancing, just just to uh, reflect you know how things are changing. It evolves. In the show. Perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Now we're starting off here uh, in the temple. Alice is trying to sneak through the hallways, and uh, Alex has had enough of her. Yes. And, um, this conflict has been happening now for a few episodes. Yes, it's been going on for a while. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's it, it. I think it will soon be uh, resolved. You didn't even try. Seems like it's finally coming to a head here. Yeah. Uh, Alex has been pursuing her for, for three or four episodes now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's come a long bit ways from my days in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Seminar was one of the very first podcasts I ever listened to. Oh, wow. Is, yeah. Like, I, I got my, my, uh, my, uh, uh, fifth generation nano, and my wife was like, You need to find some things to listen to. I don't want to talk to you. And so I started, <laughs> so I, I started downloading stuff, and I found this thing like seminar. Oh, what's that? And because I was in a bunch of seminars, at the time. it was really, really entertaining to, to listen to all those students in the classroom, and at least knowing my professors would only kill me academically, right? Not, um... <laughs> yeah, you got in during that season. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that that was a weird season. Seminar, <laughs> uh, actually, my first uh, pendant uh, appearance about God ten years ago. So, seminar was my first pendant appearance. I, it's it's I a lot. It's a lot of people. It's it's a good gateway drug. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> hey, who's that? That was brilliant, man. I I was there. <laughs> All right, now we have. Uh, Chrysalis by uh, Adam Blanford. Um, so, Adam, kind of just give us uh, a little bit about this short, uh, kind of where, where you got the idea, um, anything about it. Vince, yeah, you were you were the, the uh, lead, I guess, in this, Stanford. So uh, uh-huh. feel free to let us in on your thoughts as well. So for me, uh, I wrote this about eight months ago. And uh, so I work in a, in a job, uh, I work in institutional research at a community college. 
Stanford. Mm-hmm. A place where people they depend on everything that we do, but they kind of don't always appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I had this idea of, you know, what would happen if an employee just took all of that, you know, annoyance and, you know, resentment and what would happen. But this came about because it was like, okay, well, what happens if he was trapped? What, 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 how would he metamorphose? You know, that's kind of the, the idea that, that germinated. And uh, I had this idea of, of, of a flag or, or, you know, hide and seek, but I needed to make it much more you know, cool sounding. So I called it search and evade. So I started creating these different characters, just kind of jerk archetypes and mm-hmm. started to, started to flow. And I, think I wrote it in about two or three days, which is pretty good at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, those, those, uh, those c- c- characters are, 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 are extremely mean, mm-hmm. I to say. Nope. These are horrible yeah. people. <laughs> Uh, Stan was definitely getting kicked around, and so it. But but what it does is it really sets up the the idea that you know he has this justification for getting into what he turns into. Mm-hmm. So I, I I did kind of crank it up, and and Jeffrey and I worked on it to to make sure that everything was related to the job. There was nothing else. Mm-hmm. I think one of the characters turned him down. He asked her out on a date, and he. He said, "No, we, we better not go that way because you know then, then we make it sound like mad at all women, and I, I don't want to get into the self." Mm-hmm. So we ended up tweaking it so that he he was definitely getting screwed over every way you could think of at work. Mm-hmm. Turned him into this very hungry monster. Yeah. So when I read the scripts. I looked at Sam's like, "Holy crap." That's me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, listeners, in case you didn't notice, um, yeah, I am Stan in this episode. Just, just, just uh, because um, uh, I listened to the uh, to the uh, to the to the uh, cast we got, and I'm like, no, these don't work. Yeah, I'm Stan. <laughs> I well, I need to do this. That directorial and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun. And and, and um. And of course, you know that that I that I that I stutter, and more Stan stutters. I thought this this would be perfect, but uh, when I'm alone, I don't stutter. You know, when I'm recording all by myself, I don't stutter. Mm. Uh, so I had to force myself <laughs> to stutter for the role <laughs> as I'm recording my lines. Which I, I was really weird. That, I want to ask if if you just clean those up before you send them in or what? Because uh, yeah, when I've gotten lines from you in the past, yeah, they're always. Clean, no stutters. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. When I'm, when I'm alone, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, 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 I'm totally fluent. Uh, it's just when I know that that uh, others are listening to me that yeah, mm-hmm. I'll start stuttering. It's it's bizarre. Stuttering is weird. Um, but so you were yeah, able to make I, it work for this episode, so that that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so so I, I so I put so I put together the uh, the uh, dialogue for this, and then ran into ran 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 then ran then ran ran then ran then ran ran into some uh, personal issues, and I and I, I had, had interrupted Dave who finished it. And I'm so I'm so I'm so I'm so oh, I'm so grateful for that. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure. It got me a chance to do something different. 
because you know kingery it's fun but we do a lot of the same sci-fi over and over again so it's kind of nice to play with somebody else's toys and you know work in a little different universe mm. and work under some different rules maybe yeah yeah like for for all the scenes inside stan's head you know, I, I had music under the other scenes but all inside stan's head the only soundtrack you have is the heartbeat and just this very mm. low rumble as he's mm. changing so yeah i like that thought that'd be a nice little way to separate plus there's different levels of echoes depending on whether it's his memories it's him in the box or the real world mm-hmm. yeah i when i i wrote it i was trying to think okay how can we convey all these different environments that we're going through and his memory and his mind mm-hmm. how are we gonna gonna convey that to the audience yeah, I mean, I thought that the the sound design was great for this, and since your your uh, interpretation of Stanley was great, yeah, I mean, he was perfect, spot on. Thank you. Yeah, Dave, uh, I I I liked I liked how you how you uh, lowered Stan's voice with, with, the, with the beast part of it. Yeah, which, you you, uh, had, you had, had a pretty good growl there, but I was like, it needs just a little, mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it was and delightful. Yes, yeah, so you get the, the the occasional sound effects as his body changes. Um, that that's actually recycled from K-Lock on the Kingery, but just slightly modified. <laughs> I'm a pack rat. I, anything I've used over the years, I have, which has come in handy. Oh, me and, too. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I need a wall for a scene. I get so, get something from an old episode of Kingery. <laughs> yep. Either pull the sound effects or files of effects. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it's not really ambitious. I don't even know how many. Anything more. He asked me to help with a project. But he was I've only been doing this for a year. Mm. <laughs> yeah, holy crap! I've been doing this for a long time now. Yeah, me too. Yikes! Big surprise. Where's my life gone? What have I been doing with my life? What am I doing? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm I'm making funny noises. Bringing <laughs> joy to <laughs> thousands of people. Yes. Thousands. Oh, I, say, I, so. I, <laughs> I, I I love these 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 two actors because they they're just they convey this they they do really a really good job as uh, horrible people. And I, they are such exactly dicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's wonderful. I love how people <laughs> handle dickery so well. <laughs> they're perfectly nice people, and that's why they do it so well. Thank you, sir. Yeah. And the and, and and the and the uh boy the uh, boy the boss voice, um, he 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 when I heard 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 his addition, like oh wow that's exactly what what a boss would sound like. Mm-hmm. I was like yes that guy has to be the boss. And an ambitious person who's very absorbed and yeah, all all about the corporate philosophy the the bottom line. Yeah, exactly yeah. But liability probably has pointy hair <laughs> well I, I i think i i uh he i think he has like 12 pounds of pomade in his hair slicked back and it's dyed to make there sure you go I, I like this bit the meek meek and you know, after all after all that i should probably say his name so i'm look him up <laughs> i feel bad about not yeah i, I don't i don't have that and this is the wrong episode. Oh, there, there, it's in the uh, it's in the chat up here, I think. 
Yeah, we got um, DC Morrison as Stan, Mandy Kay as May, Ezra Vervin as Rachel, Marisha Tapera as the mother, Josh Kibbe as the father, Jeff Robinson as the boss, and Lawrence Trotty as Chris. Okay. I don't have Mike, who just has like two roles, lines. Goodness, because I'm, I'm going to be doing the transcripts for this pretty soon, and there are times when I just sit there and wonder, okay, how do I spell these people's names? Because I'm, I'm usually listening and, and keep forgetting that it's posted here. And so apologies to anyone whose name I screwed up. Oh, you can, you can, you can, you can, you, 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 you can always ask, you know, just, I just ask the uh, director for the, uh, for the, uh, for the, uh, for the uh, cast script. The, I'm sorry, the, yeah. uh, the uh, credit script. And yeah, we told you that. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for everyone listening, I do the, all the, the transcripts for seminar. And so, um, I'm, I'm kind of in a different way. I, I feel like. You know, at some point in the future, I need to write an episode and then either assistant direct, and then I'm going to announce it. And then it's going to be really meta because my name is going to appear in every single category. Yeah. just need to write some music too. You really did want to win. Because this is Julia's last episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Credits. Oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to miss her. Yes. Yeah, she did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I have have big shoes to fill. That's right. You were selected as the new voice of seminar and and the voice of of, uh, pendant in general. In fact, yep. (laughs) Yep. Congratulations. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna be fun. Jeffrey told me next month is gonna be the 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 first credits for for Henry. Goes out as of this recording next week. So. Yeah, right. you'll, you'll get your credit script shortly thereafter. What the hell is that All right. I promise not to butcher people's names too badly. <laughs> yeah. I, I try to put in pronunciation guides where I think of it. <laughs> oh, bless you, sir. Meanwhile, yeah, back yeah, I, try, I, try to, I try to ask um, the, uh, the, uh, the actors if they're, you know. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if you have one that's particularly <laughs> interesting, you... You tend to ask, make sure. Okay, so how do you how do you want to be credited, and how do you say this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when we first met, uh, met, uh, met, uh, met uh, Lisa Michelle. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I'd ask her. So is it Michelle? Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> it's Michelle. It's French. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. Of course, French. I I should have guessed that. <laughs> And I love uh, May here. She's just slowly creeping towards the the storage locker here. Mm. And, got the and there's creepy there's growl. Demon fence. Here we go. Now is that was was that her scream? That was her scream. I've, I've, yes, I yes, that, that that was her scream. That is, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. We need to keep her around for screaming purposes. Right, I know. I, her I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. <laughs> she can scream. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, are you ready? I hope she didn't have any animals around her. <laughs> or neighbors. She's standing at least right. four feet from the mic. <laughs> I did a scene for another podcast and I had to scream at somebody and I scared the crap out of the dog and he ran upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> then I found out I blew out the mic. So I had oh. to actually tone everything down and stand four feet away and then scream again. And then the dog ran outside. And, uh, and I gotta say, as a director, having a, one character eating another is such gory, delicious fun. 
It's really fun, Nick. <laughs> what are you doing today? Oh, well, I'm having one person eat another. Yeah, it's very much. Just another day at the office. Yeah, you know. Competing with him? The blood frenzy talking. I mean, do we even blood frenzy? I, I gotta say, I'm always amazed at how um, uh, Catherine Pride uh, manages to wind all or you know, weave these different stories together with the, the stories that are submitted because they're just all over the place. And it's I know. amazing. So, how, how I know some of the things done. I've said her. I'm like, I don't know how you're gonna put this in. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is amazing. Yeah, I am. I uh, am always impressed with her. At, at least, uh, you know, we'll know there's a problem when she has, you know, you know he has Thomas jump us. Maybe she's gone to the well too, bit too often. So we're going to watch out for that. Of course, that is Cat Pride is Alex, Alice, and Dan Foster is Alex. I have to finish. No, you don't have to finish what they started. The Zarak are doing the same thing to you that I was. Putting my expectations of what you should be on you, burdening you with very. And this has been, been a, a great journey for uh, the students slash Alex and Thomas too. It's been fun seeing them grow from just a simple little computer to full-fledged humans or whatever, for better or for worse. But the the nuance Dan brings to the oh, yeah. performance of each character is fantastic. You know, they, they really are two different people, even if they have the same voice. They're two True. distinct personalities, and that's that's really yes. what helps drive that. Alice, yes, absolutely. You don't sound well. Right now, it's not about me. It's about you. Who do you want to be? The rest? And there, this, of course, sets up our second short of the episode, uh, Artificial Identity, uh, written by Dominic Mendez, who uh, I believe this is your first uh, seminar script. It is, yeah. Well, welcome, right. welcome to seminar, dependence. Um, enjoy the madness. Um, us. And uh, Jessica directed this episode, uh, so you know she did a fantastic job. Uh, how long has she been uh, assistant director now? Is this her third episode? Second episode. Second episode. She she did a phenomenal job. Um, all I did on this was I, I added some music to it. That was all I needed to do. Um, so Dominic, uh, where did this uh, idea kind of come from? Tell us a little bit about where it came from. Yeah, I mean, I think I originally had thought of it a, a while ago now. It was like, I want to say like eight months ago-ish. And I had just been uh, playing with the idea of what kind of tropes I wanted to subvert in a way. And just kind of built a plot around that. Um, so I was kind of like thinking like, oh, what are some trips like here? Like, like in space, like we kind of have these, uh, we tend to have like these kind of very built worlds and everything. And I kind of wanted to like, it's kind of like a, the sci-fi is a backdrop to it more than anything else. Um, so I wanted to try and like do a sci-fi that's not about sci-fi. But also about sci-fi, in its own way. Well, well that, that I think is a, is a sign of, of good sci-fi when yeah. it's a, I'll say, human story, and just uses the sci-fi as kind of the the backdrop of it more than anything. 
Yeah, it was you really just maybe like one facet here, like with the AI becoming sentient, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like it's just like the little the boat carrying the the story really. Mm. Um yeah, no, I I kind of wanted to play also just with like the whole like how do we treat like I thought they were just queerness and identity? Um would you like to access the recent and like how like what characters do we usually like tend to like say like are safe to be a certain role so like with like an asexual character it's like oh it makes sense or like a non-binary character people kind of like tend to be like oh if they're a robot like that makes sense because they're a robot um when that's not really like like that kind of like is a way of just kind of undermining queer identity i see because it's like you can be you can just be a human who's who's non-binary you don't have to be a robot most most mm -hmm. non-binary people aren't robots yeah uh and like most asexual people also aren't robots so and from a personal note i love that we actually had a, a short with a non-binary asexual person in it Go yeah us. yeah it's like also just like the robot in the character uh, isn't the asexual character too right. which was like yeah. kind of like me twisting like those little uh places that people kind of immediately go and just building the story around like okay let's have these tropes and just do the opposite yeah. oh yeah that's right yeah i kind of wanted to just do that though with it um it was it was fun yeah was, i think i wrote it just in like a day great and you brought a space beer so so point yeah that. yeah <laughs> which is actually like a bunch of the stuff in it is actually like based on stuff that's actually going on so space beer is a thing Yay. it's not that strong um it's not terribly strong at all actually it's just like uh i think it's like 10 percent mm. or it's like only just above but like and it's like also absurdly priced well you know our scientists are working on that as we speak so they are mm. yeah no they're out there um yeah so yeah i just kind of wanted to take these things like i kind of heard and give them to characters I know you're listening. And so when I was when I was uh, when I was uh, uh, do, doing doing the uh, the the uh, casting for the short, um, one of the um, actors, uh, uh, Emily Tuck, white 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 cast as the AI, did a British and an American accent, both very good. I thought, hey, let's use this. So I thought for the for the uh, robotic parts, she would be American, and then switch over to to uh, British for 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 for, for the uh, reveal that 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 she is you know uh, 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 sentient. Mm. No, just 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 have, just have that shift there. Yeah, it came out so good too. I was like, so, I like, I don't think I really like. Uh, when I was writing them, I definitely have certain voices in them for my in like my head, and it's like really different from like what I heard, and I like like what the actors kind of like took from it, and like things that like I didn't notice that I was just like, oh, okay, this is what they're doing with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, like, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I had anything like put up, so I was like really like, I was like, ooh, what are they gonna do with that? Because I I don't I try not to like give too much direction. In my mm -hmm. scripts, um, where I'm just like, 
you can because I come from like a more of a playwriting background where like people are gonna put up uh your piece in many number of ways so there's no point in trying to like control what each director does anyway right so I was just kind of like okay I like I like seeing like how different like people put like what different things people like really lean on uh, in a script but yeah yeah, they were fun. They were like kind of like shy and coy with just, each other, which was fun. Yeah. It just happened. They play off each other very well. Um, yeah, they do. Emmeline Tuck as the AI and Nico Goldstein as the human. Both of them doing fabulous jobs here. Yeah, I really like the interplay between the two characters. Yeah. Whereas I need like eight people in order to to make a script work. Yeah, I really, I don't know, I, there's something for me, like, like, I really love doing two-person scenes, too, so it's just, like, keeping them in one spot, in one room, what's the tension mm -hmm. there, and, like, it doesn't have to, like, necessarily be, like, the end of the world, or, like, a, uh, I don't know, for there to be tension. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the beauty of things, is yeah. that, you know, everything has tension at some level, it doesn't always have to be... <laughs> The highest stakes in the world. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. not AI, got a body. Okay, so the part where the AI uh, reveals that she has a body right. hey, uh, was was, uh, was pretty big, and and I, and I was really wondering how you know we could express this in in, in audio, but uh, but uh, but 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 Jessica made made a choice, I and mean, it felt you know the the. the I, the uh shimmering sound of uh, going down you know i can't see like 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 uh something forming from that so yeah it works that works yeah yeah this is like everything it needs to you're flustered yeah i'm flustered you're flustered flustered i love that voice and she's actually the voice of Oh, I'm gonna forget now. In Mage and Machine, um, the uh, big villain. Uh, what's your what's your freaking name? I'm I'm blanking too, so don't feel bad. Yeah, I'm about to look it up. Actually, I can't look it up. I don't have, it. I don't have the information because <laughs> I was only the assistant director on that one. I was not the actual director of Mage and Machine. Anyway, it's the same actress. <laughs> Plays Lady Chanley in Major Machines. Chanley, yes, oh, Lady yeah. Chanley. Thank you. I mean, if you were never going to show anyone, why make a body for yourself? I remember that because that was part of the audition for the credit announcer. I'm shamed. <laughs> oh. I mean, if yeah, that's hella dope. You you got me. Consider me spent. I I wanted it to be you. And so the idea of kissing an AI is kind of, kind of weird. I mean, yeah. I mean, is she is she is she is she supposed to be hard light or just you know just? <laughs> yeah, I kind of was. I think I like when I was writing that too. I was just thinking of like kissy kiss, like kissing sounds in a mic, and I was like, mm, mm. I avoid that. Yeah, well, <laughs> great like, way to do it. Definitely, it's, I love. I like it. So, sometimes, sometimes the disgusting human noises. Being replaced. <laughs> Stupid noises. Okay, 
so I know humans you make disgusting noises. Or whatever. So this is gonna sound well, yeah. as hell. <laughs> That's what makes us human. <laughs> really is me. I think I think I think I think I think there was only I think there was only one time I had to like do a kiss thing no, no, uh, as an actor, which is so weird. Yeah, I felt so awkward. Kissing your hand or yeah, yeah, so awkward doing this. I, I feel I feel so weird. Uh, Pete Milan, who played uh, Tommy Arkell on The Kingery, would always comment on what he how embarrassed he was yeah. <laughs> at doing such things. <laughs> And we go much further than kissing on that show, so uh-huh. that's yes. fun. Yes, you do. But, uh, yeah, when I I when I, uh, I in, I'm in Y2K Pod and uh, play a character, and he kisses in every freaking scene, so I got a lot of practice. And it's like do three takes, and on the third take, it's the bananas take. So I had to like really make out with my hand. <laughs> I could also say that that uh, I had to I had to do three different drafts of my very first script for Pendant, where I had to uh, figure out how the hell to write the actors kissing. And Jeffrey's like, "No, no, no! You want the actors to do it themselves, otherwise it sounds like an effect and it sounds stupid. So you need to write that in there." I wrote it in there, and he's like, "No, no, no! You you can't write it as a note. You got to write it as an effect with the actors." And so we went through like three drafts just getting the damn kissing right. <laughs> Yeah, there. You know what? As a as a director, what, what what I hate is getting a script where there's where something happens and it's not listed as not 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 listed as, not as an effect or as a thing an actor does. It's just there. I'm like, well, what are we gonna do with that? It's not. It mean it's it's not anything. It bugs me, but it uh, rarely happens. So that's good. Listen, please. Even if I do find a way to get there, that's only for me. If we have a relationship, then it's for us to decide how it looks. That's a very good uh, little speech here. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I, I think I like that. Our relationship, our decision. Can I ask you something? How we portray it, yes. yeah. Why me? Uh, what? Of course, would they actually be able to have a public relationship if the AI isn't really supposed to be sentient? Yeah. You make me laugh. Yeah. A real philosophical conundrum. Indeed. Yeah, it's kind of just like this nice little like this one moment that they kind of get like this breath of like air, mm-hmm. like their little bubble outside of everything else. We'll figure that out. I guess the human could 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 just be thought thought of as as eccentric, you know. Yeah. Like oh oh uh, look at them they're you know they really yeah. they're really in love with that machine or something but yeah. Yeah, very like her. First thing that comes to mind. Go. Well, there's the subway. <laughs> subway. Of all things to one experience, <laughs> the subway. <laughs> I guess from a scientific standpoint, yeah, that would uh, yeah. be intriguing and fascinating and horrifying. That's a great Saturday mostly night. Horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly horrifying. But... So Dave, you 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 added the uh, the um, the 
the the uh, the, the uh, music here, right? Yes. The music and this little beepy beeps in the sounds in the background, just a little ambiance. Mm. Everything else was all uh, was all Jessica. You find selecting music to be challenging? Yeah, but at the same time, that's one of my favorite parts of directing. Actually, um, I, I was a music minor in college, so I really okay. get into that sort of thing. Finding the right, I've always been into music scores and soundtracks and stuff like that. So I really enjoy trying to find just the right music to get the uh, get the right emotion from the scene. And in, in this, in the case of audio drama figure out where I can loop it just to make it sound, make it fit the length of the screen or edit it just right. You know, mm -hmm. I, it, it's challenging, but, but it's part I really enjoy. Uh, some various people have various feelings on that, but for me anyway, I, that's a fun part. I just did the director class and, uh, or I'm doing it right now. And, and uh, Jeffrey's like, it was a great selection of music, but I want you to redo it with something else. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Well, and, okay. and sometimes that'll happen. They'll, they'll come come to you with something and say, "Hey, I like I like this, but you know, reason we can't use this music. You know, maybe there's a copyright issue or whatever with it, or just they want something a little different. Maybe it sounds too samey as something else in the episode. And so you well, want to. In my case, I used uh, I used meditation music because the chord structure added some tension to this courtroom scene. And but the problem is they had this little whooshing sound for like made it sound like they were at the beach. I think and I know. I, oh, I yeah. thought I could slip it by. I, I thought I, I thought it was it wasn't noticeable enough. But he's like, no, it, it's the boss has amazing ears. Yes, <laughs> any little trick that you know that go at him. Do my best not to do that. Anyway, uh, that's the episode. Um, we've got, wrapped it up with a. Uh, Alex and Alice having their confrontation, and uh, I guess we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, we got 60 days to the next episode. I'm going to be there. Uh, Jessica will be there, I assume. Um, I will not. You will, uh, yes, is this, this is your last episode for a while? Yeah, that's right. I don't know who's taking over yet, but I'm sure they'll do a fabric stop, and I look forward to uh, working with them. Um, Hopefully we'll get yeah. you back in the director's chair soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Things will yeah, work at some out. Point. At some and, point, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll return. Yeah. You shall One return. day I shall return. And of course, Dominic, Adam, uh, thank you for writing such fun stories. Um, it was fun to fun to get to play with somebody else's toy box for a change on my part. So uh, until next Thanks time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So until next time, we will see you. Good night, Earthlings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.